What's up, guys? This is episode 38 of the Galactic Dads podcast. This week, we're going to talk about the dad vice segment of time management. We'll get into that. Talk about the TV shows we're watching, which are Cobra Kai and another documentary on Netflix. Uh, we'll talk about a couple of movies you may or may not have heard of. And then the big one we're going to cover today is video game news with the PS5 and the pre-order. We'll talk about Batman Day, which was yesterday. And of course, dad jokes. And we'll get into those dad beers. So stick around. Five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast. A podcast by Geeky Dads. Talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 38 of the Galactic Dads podcast. And you know, we are your dad destination for all things geek, dad life, and beyond. Of course, they'll include bits of dad advice for that dad life. Comics, videos, games. I do it every time. Videos, like it's plural. <laughs> Video games, TV shows, movies, and whatever else strikes us as worthy to talk about. So enjoy the show. And again, the guy who can't say video singular is me, <laughs> IMB, and I am back again today. I am joined by two sexy human beings who happen to be fathers themselves. Where? How is who? <laughs> <laughs> They're the idiots talking right now. That's better. Yeah. It, you may have noticed the great music in this episode as we started off. That's because Production Matt is back. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? I'm happy to be back. Dude, I'm happy so to be glad. On the mic. I'm very glad you're back. <laughs> I'm glad you're on the mic and behind the board. It really makes the show better. Yes. Oh, well, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad to be here. It's great to see your beautiful faces. I it wish is. John and Justin were here. Yeah, but, you that's know. okay. We'll get them later on in the duty week. Duty calls, duty calls. Yeah. Duty. Work. <laughs> duty. 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 <laughs> duty. Uh, and, of course, that means Laser Eric is with us again. So what is happening, man? What's happening? Happy podcasting day. Oh, it feels so good. It does. It, it does. feels so it's good. It's good to be back in the saddle here. You know, the problem that we've been having is uh, just finding the time, scheduling and everything. So yeah. we're, we're going to try and get into that in the Dadvice segment. But first... You probably want to know how you could hit us up on our socials, check out what we're doing while we're so busy. Uh, and you can do that by hitting up the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram, uh, all of those. You can find me at Galactic Dads. You can find me on Twitter, MJAlbers5. And you can find me on Twitter and just about anywhere else you look for me. I'm Laser83Eric. Nice. And he does mean just about anywhere else. He's everywhere. Just about. It's even like a Twitch stream. My God. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, and also, if you enjoy listening to this show, which, of course, is free, uh, but you're thinking to yourself, God, I want to hear some more. I want to hear more from these guys. I want to see stuff. We have a ton of content that we put up on the Patreon, so you can go check that out at patreon.com slash galacticdads, and feel free to pledge at any level. You get various rewards from level one level one you even get the sweet sticker We're, we don't do any of that hey thanks for supporting us we appreciate your money now we want to show you we support uh we appreciate your support so you get a sticker and it only gets better from there we're talking t-shirts hoodies and having your name featured on every episode so go check out those reward tiers Heck yeah. we appreciate it you can even we get do. the chance to be on an episode that yeah. is true absolutely that that's possible and there's also some different uh kind of 
content we throw up such as recipes and comic book news and just sort of written readable content you only get access to if you're a patreon member so go check that out also if you have the time go ahead and hit that rate button uh leave us a review that would be great and if nothing else just like it good good review please yeah well no if you're leaving a review the way the algorithm works is you can say whatever you want oh so it doesn't matter if it's yeah. bad or not well, as long as the rating is cool yeah that's what we appreciate uh, but also, it'd be great if you guys can do that. Uh, you can check us out, too, if you're like, hey, you know what these guys do a lot and they do well? They drink. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what they're drinking. So let's oh, just yeah. go ahead and talk about it because you can follow us on a very special app that normally Jedi John covers for us because mm. he has a problem. <laughs> but we're going to let Laser Eric talk, talk about, about it today. It. I'll do my best to fill his shoes. I will certainly try. So... Come find us on the Untapped app. If you haven't heard of Untapped, it's a great way to catalog all the beers that you drink if you're like us and you drink a wide variety. It's also a good way to uh, see what we're drinking. Find us on here at Galactic Dads. We record every beer we drink and every podcast recording, whether it's the regular episodes or the after hours that are only on Patreon. So if we describe something that sounds good and you want to try it, that's where you look. Look for us on Untapped and you'll be able to see it. Excellent, excellent. Nice. And you know what? Since you handled that so well, why don't you tell us the special edition you'll be adding to the Untapped today? <laughs> so what I'm my first edition to the Untapped app today. This actually, this beer just came out last week. I had to pre-order it a couple months ago. Uh, it's from Narrow Gauge Brewing Company, uh, collaboration with my good friends at the Beer Sauce Shop in St. Peter's, Missouri. Um, this is a hazy IPA. It's the Blood Orange Fruit Train. It's a real fruity, citrusy, it's hoppy as hell, um, but it's a, it's a hazy IPA. Actually, if you pour this thing out in a glass, it looks like you're drinking pulpy orange juice. Which, oh, hell oh, yeah. I mean, fortunately, I like pulpy orange juice. I do, I do too. We yeah. all agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, 7% comes in pint cans. and Peaked my interest. It's delicious cold. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've got to start. I've got a couple of the other ones coming around, too. So I was really it. impressed that it can fill a pipe can. All right, so yep. moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Anyway. Well, I Matt, went, what do you got? <laughs> I went back to something that I know. It's the limited edition Bush Light Apple. It's really good. I got a lot of it, so I'm trying to get it down. Drink it while you got it, man. Absolutely. That's why it's limited edition, because Matt's got a basement full of it. <laughs> We I, had a bunch. Someone bought us out. I may or may not have had a manager of a certain grocery store set some aside for me. That a man. That a good. That's that's the way you got to be on the rare beers. You got to get in good with somebody. You, you do. Then I they'll mean, just call you. Hey, I've got it. Yeah. I've got it. See you in half an hour. Then I can take pictures of my fridge and send them to all my buddies and be like, ha, ah. Yeah, and then we all go, God, you almost have a problem like John. So anyway, here's what I'm drinking today. Speaking, we will talk about Speaking that. of John, he's going to listen and be like, could you guys stop making everyone think I have a problem? And the answer is no. No, I cannot. All right. But anyway, I am drinking uh, a beer that John also really enjoys. It is our go-to when we're not doing anything really, really crazy or trying anything new. And we just want to grab a beer. And that is Budweiser. The king. That's the king, baby. Said it before. I'll say it again. Long live the king. Mm-hmm. There you go. Enjoy that. <laughs> Enjoy that. There's really not much else I need to tell you about Budweiser because they tell you every damn Super Bowl. You see the commercials. You know what's up. Beachwood aged. So well, I think it's a five percent. You know, yeah. you, everyone knows your facts on Budweiser. Just enjoy one; you'll be glad you did. Mm-hmm. And that is going to do it for our beers of the week today. So pour one out in celebration and drink it down with us. 
I guess that takes us straight into yeah. dad advice. Yeah, we were talking about that straight mm-hmm. into business. My goodness, straight right to business. My goodness, yeah, right to business. Had some past experiences, have yep. we? You know, I feel like we're moving awfully fast to start this one. It's almost like we're trying to make the most out of our time. Oh, <laughs> are we trying to be efficient or something? My God, <laughs> we may be, but we also know. We haven't really started drinking yet, so as soon as the first and second beer kick in... That second episode might be a shit show. <laughs> and there is our first PG-13 That's, rating. There's the glass breaking right there. My That's bad. Okay. I'd much rather deal with that than an F-bomb. That's true. That's I, true. I, oh, by the way... I, for, you, knew I, you knew right away... When, <laughs> you know right away when you make a mistake, because you're like, oh. Oh, there it is. You're like, oh, we'll take care of that in post. No, we won't. We're going to let that one fly. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's there forever. Sweet. Continue. So anyway, <laughs> as we were talking uh, earlier on, we were talking about time management, and that is a very important tool uh, in life in general. But once you become a dad, you really need to know how to run time management because there's stuff you want to do, whether it's record the podcast with your buddies mm-hmm. or go play flipping golf in the morning. <laughs> or just anything. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need to go take a dump, and I just want to be left alone for like, well, we're dads, 20 minutes. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> easy. Like, how do you squeeze that time out? And personally, I know I'm a father of a three-year-old, and my son is about, eh, he's a month and a half old now. Um, and now it really is. It's like, man, I've got to figure out how to manage time better. And I really, I'm kind of struggling to figure it out. I think um, I'm just going to like take a day off work and not tell my wife and just get a hotel room, (laughs) go to that hotel room with Wi-Fi and then just do the stuff and then come like, no, is that not, is that not a good idea? Okay. Post all kinds of content. Just (laughs) my guy got so much done for the show today. (laughs) I mean, just, you know, just rather than the hotel room and the expense of that, just take the day off, act like you're going to work. And then once she leaves and goes to work, you can come back and do what you got to do. No, no, can't come back to the house. You know why I can't come back to the house? No, the dog, man, Uh, the dog would be like, Hey, you're home. I'm going to whine at you all all day. day. All that she doesn't do it on the weekends, but when we were all like worked remote, yeah, yeah, from the you know pandemic, whatever, the dog was staring at me, whining all day. I'm sorry, I'm doing something. I don't have time to. (laughs) These spreadsheets don't update themselves. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, she's just looking at me like you bastard. Did you get those TPS reports? Oh yeah, I got the memo too. Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna send that again eight times just to make sure. Make sure you've seen it. So I don't I don't know how to do it apparently appropriately. You guys always seem to be doing cool stuff, Matt. Yeah, I think you went golfing this morning. <laughs> I did. Yes. How, how are you doing this? How are well, you getting this time? One reason and one reason only. I have a bomb ass wife. <laughs> there we go. Realistically, okay. that's all I can say. I uh, he coordinate. obviously went golfing this morning. We're not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I coordinate with her. And we set up a time to where she gets her stuff done. I get my stuff done. It's an equal uh, playing field. You know, there's times where I want to do something that I can't because she has things that she needs to do and vice versa. It's all in how you work together. Really, that's all I can say. That's in my experience. I can I can agree with that. Um, I feel like it's important, too, to make sure with, you know, with your wife that you make sure, like, if you want your time to do what you want to do, 
make sure that you're conscious of giving her her time to do what she wants to do also. Like we, we capitalize a lot on the weekends during Barrett's nap time because he'll take a two and a half, three hour nap consistently. And that's usually the best time to try to like, if I want to, if I want to go butter around home Depot and look at stuff that I don't need, Mm -hmm. which is pretty frequent. (laughs) um, That's the, that's the time I choose to do it. You know, a lot of times because she'll be at home and, you know, Barrett's not bothering her. He's sleeping, so she'll sit there and take a nap or watch her crappy TV or whatever. And then, you know, <laughs> then vice versa, you know, I'll take my turn and sit around and watch my crappy TV while she goes and gets pedicures or something. And, you know, it's kind of a kind of a juggling act, I what, guess you could say. What the hell are you guys doing with Logan? Logan is Logan's old enough at this point. He's he got his kinda, own apartment. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah I mean, he moved out last week. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, you know, Logan's at a point right now where he is, so he's got friends in the neighborhood and we're far enough along now with knowing the friend's parents and things like that, that we don't mind him going up there for a few hours at a time. We know everything will be okay or he'll go That's out. comforting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dude, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big deal. Um, and then, you know, we'll let him go up, go out and play outside and, and things like that. He's old enough and, and smart enough to know, you know, don't run around in the street or anything. Yeah. Like, go in the backyard Look and play. both ways and, before you cross the street and stuff. No, don't cross the street at all. Oh, like, just don't. Oh, yeah, if, yeah, if he needs to go across the street or something, he needs to come get one of us. Just, you know. And, yeah, no, that's better. You know, if it's yeah. something like he kicks a soccer ball in the neighbor across the street's yard, I'm going to let him go get it. But I'm, I want him to be aware that he needs to come get one of us. Mm-hmm. so that he doesn't just run across the street. Because the next thing you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I just went up to Burger King because, you know, why not? Like, no, that's not how <laughs> that's life not works, either. dude. Sorry. Yeah. Nope, you're not going to be doing that stuff. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to take my bikes for real long drives, or drives, rides up to the gas station and stuff. And there was one day my dad was coming home from work, and he saw me, like, real far from the house. Right. Pulled right over. He's what, Matt, what do you think you're doing this far from the house? Are you kidding me? I got grounded for we, sure yeah we used to we <laughs> my friends and i we used to ride our bikes up to mcdonald's which wasn't yeah. i mean you know realistically it's probably a half mile three quarters of a mile bike ride it wasn't anything too crazy yeah. but it wasn't close to the house mm-hmm. so but different times are different times oh you yeah know, we're not i was gone as a kid <laughs> I mean, all the time <laughs> gone <laughs> well for a couple of reasons one when i was really little I don't know exactly. Like what, seven, eight, nine? How younger? Oh, five, six. Yeah, four. like five, six. So, what grade are you in? For what? What age are you in first grade? Like six, six, six. and seven. Yeah, yeah. Six. on my bike, edge of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. playing oh, around yeah. in the new construction stuff. Oh yeah, like yeah. I was gone. Yeah. As soon as I learned how to ride a bike, that was it. I was like, I'm free. Yep. I'm, I'm going to go on a road trip, and I understand. Yep. Like, Your mom or dad never told you just don't go so far, come back when the street lights are on or anything like that? Uh, no, I always knew to be home by dark, and I figured that out the one time I wasn't, and my grandpa went looking for me. Because uh, then when I got back in the lawn, he kicked my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Not like beat me like a man, but he, li- he literally kicked me in the ass. He goes, get, like, I'm like walking out, where have you been? Get in there. He's like, kick me on the way to the door, like, yeah. Obviously, I wasn't hurt, but I was like, "Ooh, I fucked up." Yeah. Uh, and there, there we there go. We There's go. another one. You're allowed one for PG-13. Oh, that's right. <laughs> one so for PG-13. Okay. Well, now as a parent, though, think of your daughter going out. Oh and being hell gone. no! Or even your son going out and being gone. Your son, uh-uh. 
it was different for me. I have four sisters. They cared about my sisters. Me, they were like, do whatever you want. But by the time you came around, they're like, we're yeah. tired of paying attention. Just but, do what you got to do. Exactly. But you with Kinsley. <laughs> the other like, four be lived. Right. This one will too. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you with Kinsley, you know, that's a different story. Me with Grayson, that's a different story. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, she's already got boyfriends at her little school. So I'm, you know what my problem is? Know. My problem is, is in my free time. The type of movies I watch lead me to believe that if you're a female, it's only a matter of time until you end up on like a victim list for the <laughs> FBI or the local police to solve. Like these are the movies I watch. That's the kind of TV that's, like I, that's SVU, yeah, that's SVU, Law and Order, that's or your, like Criminal Minds. Yes, like why? I, I don't understand. Why. I was thinking like John Wick or something. No, and John Wick, that's an equal opportunity death ticket. Like <laughs> yeah. or the boys, anyone or, you know, can catch like, a bullet. You know, yeah, but like, um, what was I watching? We'll talk about in movies a little later. But like, I really like those like hardcore like detective, not quite mm-hmm. noir, but kind of stuff where there, you have your flawed police detective who's after a serial killer. And, and the serial killer has always got like it's always a female. It's always like a girl. That, that kind of reminds me of The Outsider. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm like those are TV shows that I enjoy watching, yeah. and I don't know why. But they like in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my god, my kid can never leave the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you see that and think of it. Like, <laughs> oh my god, my neighbors have like a sex dungeon. They're just looking to pick kids up. When the reality is, no, they're not. Yeah, that's no. not real. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's funny because the first few times we would let Logan just be outside and playing with his friends or being at the neighbor's house and playing with them and everything. Like it was, it was weird. Uh, not just because he wasn't at the house, but you know, it, it was also super quiet in the house. That was one yeah, part of it. The quiet, but you know, quiet. It, it was a little strange and you know, Barrett took the adjustment the worst. Like the first few times that we let Logan go out in the neighborhood and play and we didn't let Barrett, Barrett did not take well to that what the all. french toast oh yeah I, <laughs> why actually, can't i go outside my facebook memories from like a couple of years ago just show a picture of barrett and just full-on rage screaming in the kitchen because we didn't let him go outside and play with logan and his friends um but um but yeah i mean once he gets to that point we're in regular contact with the parents around the neighborhood and things like that too so it you know it's it's not like we're just like here, go go knock on their door, let us know what happens. It's nothing like that. But if uh, if he wants to go up and play, or if they want to go outside, you know, we'll text the the other dad or the other mom, just be like, hey, you know, Logan's on his way up. Is that cool? Yeah, okay. Or yeah, you wait till your and... kid's on the way up before you ask. Yeah. Hey, they're on the way. Is that okay? No, <laughs> it, we try to be nice about that because they've done that to us a couple times. Actually, a couple weeks ago on on a Sunday, we were all asleep in the house, Oof. all of us, the both the kids. Me and Steph, we were all sleeping. All of a sudden, I get this frantic knock at the door. Were you dressed? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that but matters. It depends on that the time, matters. by the way, on Sunday. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. not always a sure yeah. bet for no, me. Exactly. No, That's what no, I mean. Absolutely. That matters. And I don't care if it's noon. Like, it doesn't matter. I might not be dressed. <laughs> yeah. We get this frantic knock at the door. I go to answer to these two, these two boys, and they don't say anything. They just run in the house, and Have they start heard screaming. The I'm like, about hey, Jesus Christ. get the hell out of my house. Hey, who the hell what are you? Get doing? out of here. Like, come on, man. So we try to do our best to be as respectful as possible possible but that does help when when you're able to do that that does help give you more time oh uh, yeah to to relax to get things done um some of the things that, that me and steph do to help you know lengthen our time together and lengthen our time to accomplish things is if i'm falling behind at work or something like that i will 
I'll bite the bullet and go in at four in the morning just so I can slam paperwork out because oh, you're a better man than me. The, the better shot I have of completing <laughs> stuff, the more likely it is for me to get out on time and actually be able to spend time with my family or spend time with myself in the house and, you know, watch TV or whatever I want to do. I need to have the discipline, especially now while Lee's not working for maternity leave. If I could just get to work, but my job will also be like, I need you here till this time in case something happens. So it's not like I'll get to go in and leave. Well, and, yeah. and that's the trick. Like I, I don't have that luxury completely, but I do have that luxury to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for instance, last Saturday I went in at 4am, but I left at 11. Yeah. And I'm like, call me if you need me. I'm, I'm going home and going back to bed. Like it's all good. This morning I woke up because I always have to get up at least once in the night with Kent. Which, if I'm being honest, he's a month and a half old. If I only have to get once. I was about to say, you're doing okay. That's pretty good. That's not bad. So I got up with him. It was 4.30. And I got him changed. I I fed him. And he was looking at me, and I was looking at him, and he fell asleep. So I put him on my shoulder, and I burped him. And he was doing, like, the cute, like, ooh, yeah, I burped. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good. So I put him back in bed, and he was fine. (laughs) I was like, all right, I need to rinse the bottle out. Because I found if I don't rinse the bottle out, I'll leave it on the sink for me to get later in the morning. Lee always gets up before me, and it's like a pet peeve of hers. She's like, you never rinse the bottle. And I'm oh, like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. there's like 12 more, and also <laughs> I'm going to clean it. Like, it's not going to live there for the rest of its life. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, the bottles that you guys use are the same ones that we used, and they require the Dr. a Browns. friggin' engineering degree to take apart yep. to clean. <laughs> we got the special scrubbers and stuff. Yeah. But, like... Little metal brushes. So anyway, so I always make sure, yeah, I always make sure to go back and clean it and then write down, you know, because it's good. I think it's really dumb to have to write down every time he pees or. Oh, no, we did that eats. with Grayson. Gotta we do literally it. did but it with Grayson. It's totally worth it. It yep. is, it's it is to- so handy. Write it down every Incredibly pee, helpful. Every time they feed, anything. Because so, right now, you said something earlier today before we were recording. It's like Ken's been sleeping almost all day. Yeah. And when you. I'm going to pay for that later. Yeah, I but <laughs> when you get to a point that you get him <laughs> on a schedule, knowing every little thing is going to save your bacon. Oh. Yeah. You got ba- Wait a minute. You got bacon? Oh, I've got like a whole gallon bag of bacon left in the deep freeze outside. Don't threaten me with a good time. Dude, I, I got a lot of bacon frozen. too. We can figure this out. We got I got frozen bacon at the house. Remember the 2 pounds I gave you that one time. I still got more much more of that left. I want more of that. Okay. Because what you gave me, I broke this is such a side you note. Yeah, this is me, I was going to say this is a side note This here. is a huge <laughs> side note. And we'll we'll get back on topic, but <laughs> if if your brother-in-law ever says, "Hey, I got all this bacon frozen. You want some?" <laughs> the immediate words out of your mouth need to be like, "Hell yeah, how can I help you unload that?" <laughs> Because I'm down to my last bag of you gave me like two pounds. Yes. And it's I did. good bacon. It's thick cut. It's like restaurant cut. It's it's I used unbelievable. It, I'm serious. The last time I used it, I wrapped my ribeyes in it. Oh. And then oh, hand seared oh. the bastards and it was so good. Were this, those ribeyes you once you took a picture and sent? Yes. That, I didn't see that was bacon wrapped. Well, my, I've been doing that like weekly. Like I'll go oh. to Costco and I'll get the good ribeyes. Oh my god, my mouth just started watering. It should. <laughs> You know how, I, like, this is how I know they were good. I made them for Doug mm. last week because we were begging for him to watch our kid. And uh, <laughs> realistically. He's been awesome with that. And he took, clutch. He took a bite and just went, mmm. Uh, and I was like. <laughs> yeah. Pan seared. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did yeah. the pan. So, yeah. uh, cast Hell iron yeah. skillet. Ooh, yes. And then oven to finish. Mm-hmm. Just to really, you know, make it ooh, sear it, it falls apart. Get the edge in the crust. My mouth's watering. Stop. Okay, okay, back on top. So anyway, 
Back on topic. That's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I need bacon. Okay. Yeah, give me the bacon. Gotcha. Apparently, I'll, I'll I do too. I was, was going to say he does too. Shoot. I know John and Justin are going to be like, "What the fuck?" What, what, there we what, go. What, There's the R number rating. two. <laughs> They're going to be like, "What the heck, guys?" Anyway, that's so, really hard to control. <laughs> so scheduling, recording the data of when your kid. Now I'm like, yeah, it's data. So I, um, after he went back to sleep, I recorded the data. I cleaned the bottle, and I was sitting there. I was like, dude, it's four thirty. I could fire up the laptop and get some stuff done. Mm-hmm. But you need I turned out the lights and went back to bed because <laughs> I was like, you need sleep. Be, and here's why. Because I knew I was going to be alone at like 6.30. Lee was going to leave for work, mm-hmm. and it was just going to be me. The kids slept till 8.30. Right. That's good. And then mm. once they woke up, I had to wake Kent up to change him. Yeah. Once he got up, I had a bottle ready for him. I went to give it to him. He pushed it back, didn't want it. He fell asleep on me. He fell asleep till 11.30 on me. Wow. And I was asleep on the couch with him. Kinsley was on the couch next to me going hard on all of her Disney Plus shows. We're talking Little Einsteins, Mm -hmm. Princess Sophia, Doc McStuffins. I woke up in the middle of Princess and the Frog. By the way, great animated movie. (laughs) Yes. That is a Disney feature that's been slept on. And I was like, dang. And Kinsley looked at me and goes, Dad, you woke up. And I was like, what day is it? (laughs) (laughs) And Kent was still asleep on me. I was like, dang. That boy can sleep. Yeah, he's really sleeping. So I was like, man, I really should have stayed up at 4.30. (laughs) Yeah. Got some stuff done. (laughs) Made Lee breakfast on our way out the door. She'd be like, oh, my God, who is this man? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nope. None of that. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's just got to, I don't know, I got to carve that time out. Speaking of neighbors, though. We have neighbors across the street who have five kids. Oh, my. And But they're all like Kinsley's age. So some of them are like 12. Like they're a couple of years apart. Uh, but there are two who are just about Kinsley's age. One is right at the same age. One's like a year or two older. That could be really good. That is really good. Yeah. And so all Kinsley talks about is I want to go play on the trampoline with the kids because I have a trampoline in their backyard. Does she know their name and stuff or is she called the kids? The kids. Yeah. They're just the kids. Gotcha. Uh, I took her over there yesterday to see them and they were just in time to go eat dinner. And I was like, ah, crap. Sorry. My bad. Should have brought you out sooner. Um, but I've been talking to the parents and they're very cool. Uh, the problem is, is what you described earlier, sending your kid across the street to play. Mm-hmm. That requires a little bit of reciprocation. Mm-hmm. Hey, you watch For my sure. kid. I'll watch yours. They have five. <laughs> right. <laughs> that guys, that I'm sure they come un- to my house, and I'm sure they understand. <laughs> I don't have like the space. Yeah, I'm sure they don't look at it like, oh, we'll watch your kid. You have to watch all of our. I'm, but like, if their two youngest came yeah, over, that would be perfectly sure, fine. Sure. I bet girls play. That's cool. Yeah. No problem. You and, wouldn't and, have any, and issue you'll with find that. that when they do, you won't have to watch them. Which I found out when uh, your daughter met. When G came over. My daughter, Matt. Yeah. (laughs) No, your daughter, comma, Matt. Yeah, gotcha. When she came over that one day and I had my two kids and yours and I was all alone, Mm -hmm. I was fine because Kinsley and G occupied each other. Yes. And I just had to deal with Kent. Yes. Yeah. That was fine. Yeah. G's pretty... She's pretty easy to take care of. I mean, I got to be honest. I mean, she whines here and there, but I mean, for the most part, she's pretty chill. Dude, if it was just me and Kinsley... All day. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Because she's just now independent enough. I can tell her, hey, you know, what do you want to do? Yeah. 
that's that helps. And sometimes she's like, "Dad, hold me." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, it's gonna be one of those days." But other days, she's like, Psh, "Get a job, bro." Yeah. Like, where's my chocolate milk? I'm gonna go do something, and that's great. What do you do when she's a little a hole? Well, we'll talk about that on next episode. Yeah. <laughs> but when she's like really attention seeking and needy, hopefully, I have the frame of mind. To be like, oh, you really need attention. Open arms. Let me give it to you. Yeah. Because usually once they get it, then they're finally like, okay, get the hell off me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, that's how that works. Yeah. Some Sometimes you just have to, you know, like Barrett has his needy moments. He had a, a very needy moment this morning. We were actually on a, a family hike. And toward the end of it, he got very, well, he got very tired. And he got very needy. And I want you hold me. So oh, I, yeah. I carried my 40-pound three-year-old. <laughs> For the last half mile of this hike, <laughs> which was so fun, but you got your workout in, yeah. But I mean, sometimes you just got to do it, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it beats the living daylights out of trying to coax them when they just don't want to be doing what they're doing. Yeah, sometimes it's just easier to to let that happen and, and go from there. And it usually doesn't last that long as long as you, you know, kind of kind of work with them for a little bit in that needy phase, and then you know they calm down, they get out of it, and life is good. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds good. So here's the takeaway I'm taking from this dad advice segment. Work with your wife or your significant Mm -hmm. other, whoever. Schedule it out. I'm about to start like a Google calendar with Lee. Yeah. Like we're going to get this going. Because that way you already know. That and we need probably better communication in the moment anyway. Like, hey, I want to go do this. Let me check. Is it open? Yeah. Yeah. That'll work. Parenting's a team sport. I don't... I I, uh, I have all the respect in the world for single parents because I don't understand super how human. they could do I it. I don't know how they do it. You know, I was thinking about that just today. I was like, dude, I have been alone with the kids for three days because Lee picked up some like overtime shifts during her maternity leave because she's a superhero mm-hmm. just to help out at the office. And I've been alone with the kid. Like, I haven't left my house. It's Sunday right now. I parked my car Thursday afternoon. I've not left. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, how does she do this all week? This is crazy. So if I was a single parent, oh, my God, it's incredible. Well, anyway, communication's key. Plan stuff. That's mm-hmm. how you get to do your, your dad thing that you want to do when you need time. And pawn your kids off on the neighbors, uh, but get ready to be pawned off on as well. Most definitely. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's a solid dad advice segment. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. long one. It just took us to the 30-minute mark, but that's worth it. It's good information, though. You know, it's absolutely there's a lot to it outside of the bacon talk. Well, no, bacon is well. That's good information for dad. That's just great information. Get a deep freeze. Yeah, Yeah. get a deep freeze and fill it with bacon. I know a deep freeze is a couple hundred bucks. That is money that pays for itself. Yeah, and that that thick cut bacon, the cheapest you ever find, is like six seven bucks a pound. But if you buy it in bulk, bulk, it's so much cheaper. Like I can get it at fresh time, five six pounds at a time for three dollars a pound. Boom, and I'll do it every time. (laughs) Right there. Every time. That's what you we need, need to do. We need to have the camera yeah. up today we to take to, a yeah. picture of my face because yeah. I'm looking at you like, yeah. you genius. Yeah, you got some shock on your face right now. You look like you just saw a ghost. Uh, I'm even going to fresh time on my way home. Because <laughs> I go to like Schnooks, Deerbergs, or whatever. I'm like, dude, this pound of bacon's like seven bucks. Yeah, and get the meat counter bacon too because the prepackaged mm, stuff is more expensive and not as good. Go to the meat counter. You'll save money and get better bacon. I have found out that if your meat comes in like a brown wrapper, mm-hmm. You've just gotten much more high quality. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes me want to go to Valenti's or Menino's. 
Shut up, get in the car. <laughs> Guys, this episode's been brought to you by we're getting the hell out of here. Let's go get some ribeyes. Yeah. No, I've got some oh. in my freezer. In the deep freeze. Don't threaten me with a good time. No, nah, I won't. All right. So speaking of that segment took us about 30 minutes. You know what else takes 30 minutes, but it's totally worth it? Is that what? an episode of Cobra Kai? Yes. Is that are those 30 minute episodes? <laughs> yeah, they're they're 25 to 35 minutes. Yeah. They're totally worth it. Who's watching it? I uh, I am. So just this interests me. Cobra Kai is apparently the continuation of the movie The Karate Kid, right? Yes. Right. It's the it's like whatever, twenty, you know, fifteen years, twenty years in the future, um, you know, from the karate kid and, and how they're living their lives after uh, the fact. I gotcha. I gotcha. So Ralph Macchio is he's a car salesman? He is or he owns a dealership. He owns a chain of car dealerships, a chain of used car dealerships. So it's like biographical. and uh yeah and then you know and then um (laughs) i wish we had the camera right now (laughs) that might be the title of today's episode so it's biographical (laughs) it's biographical (laughs) and then um johnny um johnny lawrence he is kind of a handyman burnout type like you know, looks like he peaked in high school type of type of dude. I love it. I love that they just bring these people like their life is trash yeah. until they find karate again. Well, it's, it's hilarious to me because it's it, it, it's the their life is trash till they find karate, but it's also their life is trash because they lost in a karate tournament twenty years ago yeah. in high school. In high school, Which it ruined means their life. Nothing in the grand scheme <laughs> right. of life. And the and the guy who won went on to own a chain of car dealerships, and you know, I, you know it's yeah. But didn't they make like a Karate Kid two and three? And they did. I don't know. They even did a remake. Oh, there was one in Japan, wasn't there? Where they did the little with the little round drum things. I don't know. I'm gonna take. And he's got the tree, and he rips a tree in half. Is that the one with Jalen Smith? No, that was where Jackie Chan, Mr. Miyagi. No. Yeah, that was the that was the remake, and that was trash from what I heard. I never watched it. There was a Karate Kid sequel there was where a karate the Karate, kid, karate kid, kid was a girl. <laughs> yes, yes, and she was a badass. Hillary Swank. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then she went on to be a million dollar baby, and we see how fighting goes for her character. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a Karate Kid in Japan where they were like, they were, there was a, a bonsai tree, and the guy came yeah. and ripped it in half. There was a there was a second and a third Karate Kid movie with Ralph Macchio in it, and they actually so. The used car lot. Everybody who buys a car gets a bonsai tree. Of course. So it's oh, kinda, okay. It's kind of oh, tied cool. into that. Is they, Mr. Miyagi still around? No, no. That he's probably he real dead. Yeah. Um, he's food for the next bonsai tree. I, I, say, I haven't heard about him since the last Karate Kid. Yeah, so. no, he did. I say you. He did. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Real quick, so we don't sound disrespectful. Let's take a drink for Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. yeah cheers. cheers, Mr. Miyagi. Cheers, cheers, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Over the soundboard. God, we're dumb. <laughs> No, but they do a lot of um, they do a lot of flashbacks. Um, the first season, they do a lot of flashbacks to the first Karate Kid movie. Oh, that's cool. Which I found interesting. I I saw the first Karate Kid. I did not see the second and the third, or if I did, I don't remember them. I do remember the first one. Which is so. quite. They probably came on ABC one day and you watched they them. Probably, yeah, yeah. Channel Eleven or something. But uh, KPLR. Yeah, it, it's interesting though because they go back through it from Johnny's point of view a little bit, and then you've uh-huh. got. Then you've got the kids, you know, they, they all have children that are in high school now 
and uh you know and and, and all that so you've got the the next generation stuff going you're but, telling uh, me a burnout can't pull out get out of here it's <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> have we seen idiocracy but oh wait that's the movie segment uh, but great movie by yes way. it is fantastic let's stick to cobra kai yeah. right. <laughs> if we start talking about that we'll go way off right exactly I've made it go away. Uh, I'm baiting. <laughs> well, I'm the Costco. I he broke you. my house. He <laughs> interrupted me while I was watching Alma Bald. <laughs> today's today's various uh, trip off into movie quote segment was brought to you by Idiocracy, <laughs> starring Luke Wilson. Go check it out if you Dash have it. What was it? Maya Rudolph? Or? Yeah, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph, Dash Shepard, and uh, uh, probably the coolest, Terry Crews. Terry, Terry Crews, Crews, that's yeah. right. Wasn't Horatio Heck. Sanchez in it too? Horatio, uh, Horatio, um, Horatio Sanchez. Horatio. Yeah, he was in it. I think he was one of the guys. All right, so anyway, we're going to get back yeah. to Cobra Kai, <laughs> which this is fascinating to me. Cobra Kai originally started on YouTube Red, right? Yes, and is now over on Netflix. Yes, where you're watching it now. Yes, on season. I am two episodes into season two. Okay, good. Uh, there have only been two seasons so far. I did get through the first one. Yeah, the show apparently is good enough to be picked up. And brought to Netflix because that's yeah. not where it started. So if you're not a fan of, say, the Karate Kid, Cobra Kai is still it was, it was number one yesterday. Yeah, it's I like I honestly I like Cobra Kai better than the Karate Kid movie. I believe now, it. Maybe it's just because of when I watched it, but uh, but no, I think the show's good. They don't, you know, they it's not as cheesy. There are plenty of cheesy moments, but it's not as cheesy as say the Karate Kid movies were. Yeah, for for eighties movies, right? Yeah, right. Well, eighties martial arts movies in general, have <laughs> the greatest montages in history. Oh you know, yes, you know, but they're also so cheesy. You want to dip a chip in them, <laughs> <laughs> honey? We got two minutes. The queso scene starting. <laughs> God, that just makes me think of Rocky. Was it five where he's in the mountains? Oh yeah, that's like the greatest training montage I have ever yeah. seen. And High that, altitude, that of course through snow, yeah. beaten. <laughs> he's like he's got like an ox yoke on his yeah. back, just like <laughs> throwing punches with it weirdly. I don't know. <laughs> you could have in that old guy, just the hat. You're like, how'd you leave the city and end up in the mountains? I want right. to know your story. So anyway, yeah, '80s montages, right? Huge in the Karate Kid, and then of course, uh, this show. Does Johnny drive a Trans Am? I just feel like he should. So yes, he does initially. <laughs> yes. Oh God. The 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 drama that is the car is rather entertaining because, and I'm not giving anything away. I will say in the first episode, he is he's drunk and he's reliving his failures of his teenage years because that's all that matters. Because he can't because <laughs> he, he can't. can't lean back and avoid the kick. Right, like the, right. Um, or, obviously, he's about to kick you. He's doing the swan arms. Or move Let's to go. the side, one of the two. But right. anyway, um, and while he's drunk and yelling into the moonlight or whatever, somebody comes through not paying attention, just smashes the side of the, the Trans Am. <laughs> That's the third one. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm That's not giving anything away. One. It's the there first episode. Uh, yeah. Know, but, uh, yeah, the drama that is the uh, the At least my curse word hysterical. was the S word. Sorry. <laughs> I pulled an F, so you we're doing great. I, I said S, so I. Uh, we need to get a bell sound button, yeah. and every time we drop one, just ding. <laughs> swear jar. Yeah, swear jar. All right, so apparently, though, Cobra Kai is a great show. We would should you be recommend? It. Yeah, I would recommend it. How many stars out of five? 
Oh gosh, I don't know four four and a half. How many cobras at a kai? Yeah, there you go. No, it, it was fun though. I mean, Logan watched some of it with me. It's some of the language is goofy, like they you know about as much as this episode, but uh, but it's not bad. Like I said, Logan find it fun. So <laughs> sorry. I'm I was proud of that. I'm proud of that joke. By the way, so you can let you know a youngster watch it with you. It's yeah. It's a family show. Safe for children eyes. Part. Yeah, safe for children eyes. Like I said, there's a little bit of swearing in it and, and stuff like that, it, but it's not. It's not like bad. some of the other shows we've been watching. Mm-hmm. No, not okay. at all. Yeah. Not at all. All right. So you are watching Cobra Kai, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have you been watching? Are you doing a little tr- little Twitch streaming? So, I, yeah, we. By the way, your <laughs> choice in watching streaming platforms just makes me think of oh, the days I miss. The sweet kiss of meth. Just twitching. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I, I watch Twitch because I have the app on the Xbox. It makes it easier. <laughs> I watch app. Twitch because I got no choice. <laughs> I have the app on my phone because I like to watch. Um, we, got, we got Young Money 9. Young Money 9. I watched a little bit of him. Watch, yep. His stuff is pretty pretty entertaining. And then we also have uh, Jalen. Art by Jalen is yep. on Twitch as well. And. He's, he's a huge fan of ours. He's actually doing a spread for us from one of the Patreon rewards. Oh, cool. It's like an animated thing that we'll also use for the backer and stuff on the socials. Nice. And um, Matt over there just pulled an intern move and smacked the mic <laughs> with his hat. <laughs> so I don't know what's wrong with him. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, so Twitch. Got no excuses. Shaking the rust. I'm all for Twitch. Like, yeah. Especially if you just have a few minutes to kill. It's great. You can see really cool stuff. And if you're looking to be a better uh, Warzone player, which is usually why I go on Twitch if I'm not supporting my buddies, I love to watch people play and just get different types of um, strategy. Yeah, everybody plays everything a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And I like to hear people talk about it too. We, uh, We watch Twitch pretty frequently because, like, you know, Logan loves Mario and he loves Minecraft and he's always interested in you know, what other people are doing in it and everything like that. So we watch a lot of, you know, a lot of streams for Mario and for Minecraft and stuff, speed runs and things like that. Um, One of the things that we've come across recently is there's a social game out. I think it started on mobile, but now it's on PC. It's called Among Us. And the whole concept of the game is 10 people play. It's a social game. You all play together. And of the 10 people, two of them are imposters. So while the group is trying to complete tasks and things, the imposter's job is to blend into the crowd and kill people. Yeah. Well, that sounds like life. Yeah. I mean, you know, but, uh, but then what, what happens is like, if you find a dead body, you can report it. Then everybody has to get together and vote the imposters off. You guys ever find a dead body? (laughs) (laughs) And, And listening to some of the arguments and some of the crazy stuff that these people say and do and everything is just, I mean, it's hysterical. Uh, you got to be careful with that with the kids, though, because a lot of them are uh, not exactly safe language-wise. But um, but it, it can be a lot of fun to watch because you you know especially if you get to watch an imposter or something. If somebody sniffs them out, like last night we were watching a stream and this guy was an imposter and he was about to get out of it, but he was talking to his chat and he thought he had his microphone muted, and he's like, "I do all of my killing with the lights off so that nobody can see it." And then you hear, wait, what did you just say? Oh, you killed I that guy. He's like, it. no, I didn't kill that. Uh, uh, I just oh, read it. I didn't mute my yeah, microphone. Right. Okay, go. yeah, it was me. 
<laughs> just some of the stuff that happens. Uh, like every time I watch it, I picture us as a group, like the Galactic Dads group and the wives playing it. Or, you know, or like, you know, Matt, you've got a big family. Picture your, like, your family playing it. Oh, wow. And just like the, the arguments and stuff. It's just hilarious to watch. It's a lot of fun. You know, eventually I do think it would be a lot of fun for us to organize like a Galactic Dad gaming kind of thing. You yes. just play on the moniker. Uh, but I don't have time for that as it is now. So maybe <laughs> down the road. What game? Oh, well, at the moment. Yes. At the moment, it would definitely be Warzone, and then we move on. So by the time it happens, maybe Black Ops, <laughs> or maybe we could do... There's like a lot of really fun games out there, though. Like Among Us is different that we could all check out. There's so many games, and I feel like don't get enough attention. And there's a lot of party games, too. Like you've got, you know, especially now. I, I don't know if it's because of, of the pandemic or whatever, but you go to Among Us, you've got Fall Guys. Uh, there's the Jackbox Party Pack, which is all just goofy party trivia games and stuff like that that are all I've heard a lot of good things about Fall Guys. Fall Guys is hilarious. Yeah. See? So there's all kinds of stuff we could play that's not a first-person shooter. Absolutely. Yeah, Sweet. Fall Guys, you're a jelly bean, and you're running around, and you're trying not <laughs> to die. That's really what it is. Yeah. We need to have, like, an N64 Mario Kart night. No, I, I don't want to lose friendships. I was about to say, somebody <laughs> lose would get French. upset. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll all be pissed off. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... It would be like, remember back in the day when Halo was on Xbox and your buddies would all come over and you'd do like a LAN party? Oh, those were the best. And then somebody inevitably was willing to fist fight someone in the other room. And then they did, and everybody's like, yeah. yeah. Usually the first person to say something about the other person's mom. That's right. Uh, you know. That's I, right. I never had those experiences. Your mom calls me Master Chief. <laughs> and you're like, what? I'm so going to red versus your blue in your face, you son of a, you know, like it went hard. Yeah. But if you want to have a good time, look up YouTube videos of like Xbox LAN fights. Oh, my God. See, yeah. You'll see people, like high school kids usually just... Getting in fistfights over video People games. People throw a folding chair. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. Oh, they'll, yeah. They'll go into the kitchen and they'll just grab plates and start throwing them. And Oh, it's crazy. Over a video it's, game. It's almost as good as Waffle House <laughs> fights. Almost as good. By the way, the, I saw this hilarious joke that said <laughs> all the various tropical storms developing in the Gulf and in the Atlantic coming towards the U.S., Look like a full staff at Waffle House at 1 a.m. It's like Hurricane Lenny, <laughs> Hurricane Ida. Like, you know, just people. Oh, man. Oh, man. But do yourself a favor. Go see what kind of storms are coming towards the U.S. And you're like, Jesus, I've ordered grits from that person. Yeah, <laughs> sounds right. Yeah. And that person burnt them. And that person broke up the bum fight in the lobby. <laughs> we and, need to stop talking about food. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> yeah. I had, uh, speaking of, the only thing I've had today was uh, French toast scrambled eggs. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Could be worse. I made the, I stumbled upon this recipe by accident because I was trying to make French toast. But my kid got my attention. I turned around, and the bread soaked way too long and just came apart. So when I threw it in the pan, it, I was like, I'll just turn this into scrambled eggs. Delicious. Nice. Yeah. Best mistake I've ever made. Just throw a little syrup on it. Boom. Nice. Everybody loves a bad idea when it works. Yeah, right? <laughs> All I've had is a yogurt and a bowl of pops. <laughs> Impressive. Was it like a go-gurt? <laughs> No, it was, 
It was a yogurt eat with a spoon. I was about to say that sounds like Barrett's breakfast. I think he had a gogurt and two bottle or two uh, bottles. Holy <laughs> shit! Uh, two bowls of mm. oops all berries. I'm pretty sure. Ooh, oh, those are good too. Yeah, they're not oh, bad. Yeah, they're nah, good. get the hell out of here. Those things are cut in your mouth and they taste like sweet trash. Oh yeah. So, um, all right, so let's move on from the TV shows and the other things we're watching. Talk about some movies real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it doesn't really count as a movie because it's broken up into five segments, but I watched mm-hmm. it from start to finish on Friday, um, and that is Challenger Final Flight. That's on Netflix. It's a documentary about the uh, space shuttle. Well, yeah, the space shuttle was called Challenger, mm-hmm. and that was the one that experienced catastrophic failure in 1986 and exploded uh, 74 seconds after takeoff. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Minute, and fif- minute 14 seconds after takeoff. So that was in 1986. It launched in January. January 28th. So it was five months before I was among this world. Yeah. Uh, but I do remember hearing about the Challenger. I just didn't realize Throw it up. what yeah. a big... what. What a moment that was for America. Could you imagine social media at that point? Oh, could you imagine how fast the conspiracy theories would fly? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. So, essentially, that in 1986 was kind of how, even though, like, the scope of it and the lives lost and stuff like that was nowhere near close, but it it was kind of like Pearl Harbor, and it was kind of like, you know, 9-11. It was just kind of like a generational defining moment. People remember where they were when it happened. Right, it, it was, was just like the assassination of JFK. Correct. It was one of it was a those terrible, moments, yeah. terrible American tragedy, which and I had no idea just because I never really thought about. It, but it makes sense. We think about it. so this documentary is a five part thing, and it really like it dives into stuff. I had no idea like the teacher that was involved in that flight mm-hmm. only got like a hundred and something hours of training. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, Crystal I, Yeah, it was like two and a half weeks of work. In, in astronaut training, get out of here. And the That's astronauts nuts. she's flying with have been training for years. And just to get into the space program, you've got to be like a pilot or something. Yeah, yeah. you've got to be a pilot. Military and you've got to be top notch at yeah. what you do. They don't. And just if you're let not a pilot, you are a hardcore engineer, yeah. ready to work right. the space arm, Absolutely. or just an incredible medical doctor who's ready to take care of you know, or people experiencing no gravity, an incredible scientist or something that, you know, yeah, it's so the documentary does bring up why a teacher was on board anyway. And it was because people were losing interest in this, the space, space missions because it was just kind of like people go every year or something, who you know, whatever. Yep. So they put a civilian on board. And of course the first time they do it, it's just, oh, absolutely awful. And they do it because they were being pushed by NASA, and that's all in the documentary. They explain it to a T. I mean, really good. It's how, uh, how this occurred and how yeah. they and how they did try to cover up certain things that they knew about with the solid rocket boosters. Um, things that have happened. There were apparently like ten other shuttle launches that had blown O-rings in them too that just somehow made it and didn't explode. Yes. Yeah, right. And Challenger was would, due to the cold weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you watch this documentary, it's, what you see is kind of like it takes you on the story because it tells a story. It does. But it leads you along the right steps that say, hey, this was building. They knew this was faulty, mm-hmm. but they kept doing it anyway because it was working. Right. And then once the Challenger launched it was in just the right conditions for it to be catastrophic it was way too cold 
Yeah. And the bad part about it is, is they scrubbed that launch. They were supposed to launch. Oh, on the January good 25th. weather one. Yeah, they were Super Bowl to, Sunday. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. They were supposed to launch, and they had a perfect window to launch, but they had gotten scrubbed earlier that day because due to rain. So they, yeah, if they would have didn't launched, even materialize until it, the afternoon evening hours. Exactly, it, and if they had launched, that would have never it blown up. Been a non-factor, exactly, yeah. because the the weather wouldn't have mattered at all. It was a nice, warm, sunny day, which was really odd. For Florida to freeze at that yeah. time, like they mm-hmm. were losing Orange Grove crops. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was because it was freezing. Yeah. Uh, and then, by the way, the thing that shocked me the most, and this is so stupid, about this particular uh, documentary was I had no idea the Patriots played the Bears in the nineteen eighty six Super Bowl. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I I knew that I saw the Bears on TV there, but. Uh, Da Bears. Da Bears. Was that uh, Ditka's Bears? Yeah, that was Ditka's Bears, yes. So that makes perfect sense to me now. Yeah. Uh, but in hindsight, I was like, oh, wow, I had no idea. But it was it was really sad the way that worked out. You know, that was also, there was another documentary with the Voyager talking about that real quick. It's like the Voyager was in the middle of its mission, and they were getting ready for a press conference, but the Challenger had blown up, and all the press left the Voyager meeting and press conference straight to head over because this was big news. And then everybody at the Voyager was like, wow, it is big news. But, hey, you know, we're <laughs> still showing you guys planets and stuff. But, I mean, they understood the situation. They knew what was going on. Um, the yeah, thing, it, it, it literally stopped America in its tracks. The thing that's really cool, though, about this documentary is if you look past the tragedy, which is very difficult to do, but you also learn something about how all the orbits, like the orbiting mm-hmm. satellites and stuff, got there. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was from shuttles like this. It was from mm-hmm. shuttles like the Challenger and afterwards the Discovery, um, just the reusable know, shuttles. Do you know all the five shuttles? I do not. I know the last one went was decommissioned. Uh, they it, it went like it was pulled by like a Dodge Ram yeah. Yeah. down the middle of uh-huh. like a popular street. So that was in first- 2011. The, the first one was Columbia, Columbia, okay. which that broke up in 2003, tragically, also. All yeah. seven crew members died. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. yeah that I was, remember that. That was at the end of and the when? fifth episode. 2003? And it was due to basically things that NASA knew about as well. They said that at the very end of the documentary. Um, but then they also came out with Discovery. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with Atlantis. So Discovery was in 88 and was mm-hmm. fine all the way till decommission in yeah. 2011. Yes. Okay. And then they came with Atlantis, which was also fine. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with the Challenger, which was the fourth one. And it was actually designed to be lighter. It was extremely lighter than all the other shuttles. That's right. Well, and no, it was only like 2,500 pounds lighter. Yeah, which is, to, I mean, still a, still a lot. Once you yeah, work with ex- the exponential things exactly. of fuel needed for rocket propulsion, that's and huge. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, huge. But then they, the uh, the fifth and final one was Endeavor. Oh, I remember yeah, the Endeavor. Endeavor. Yeah, that's the one that got pulled by the Ram, I believe. I that, think. Yeah, that was the I last. That was, that the, was last the last one. one. Got pulled through Los Angeles. That's it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and I believe that one. I think they're all in the uh, in DC at the Aeronautics Space Museum. Yeah, they've all been well. Three of them, which obviously. is interesting now because we still have space flights and shell takeoffs yeah. all the time, yeah. but now they're almost like private. Yeah. Yeah, because we have Elon Musk shooting a convertible Tesla into space, which is ridiculous. Publicity. Yeah. But the interesting thing about this is to us in 2020, citizens going to space seems almost like feasible, like we could do it. In 1986, when this teacher was going, 
it, it, like this was groundbreaking. Unheard of, yeah. So, trivia question for you. What was the name of the first prototype space shuttle? Wasn't it Orbiter 1? No. Wait, 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 wait. I'll let you have a I try. I want to say it was something like Odyssey. Is the Enterprise. Shut <laughs> You Star Trek. <laughs> you <bastard>. swear to <laughs> God. No, wait, what year? What 1976. Year? Wow. That's crazy. They unveiled it in September of 1976 and it was named the Enterprise. That's, they literally said that out loud. As they, The name of it will be <laughs> Enterprise. That's great. I think I sent you some Star Trek news, by the way. You, uh, you sent me some comic uh, Star Trek comic stuff. Yeah, because somebody's pretty awesome. Somebody is petitioning. It's uh, Clean Lined, whose name escapes me right now, but on Twitter, his name is Clean Lined. Um, and he is the artist for Wasted Space at Vault Comics, which yeah. is written by Michael Morrissey, which we did a great interview with on mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, it was a good interview. Um, I love Michael anyway. He's just a great guy. Uh, Dad, in his own right, has a sweet Star Wars Rebel tattoo on his forearm. Like He's... <laughs> He's legit into the geek life and dad life. It's great. Uh, but the arts of that book, Wasted Space, which, by the way, is really good. You should go pick it up from Vault Comics. Might Actually, have to do that. anything from Vault Comics you should go pick up. Uh, but he is campaigning with IDW, who, by the way, is currently still putting out a great Ninja Turtles book, uh, to do a Star Wars, uh, Star Trek, excuse me. Star Trek book, and his art is sick. So you should definitely check that the out. The art looks cool. I just retweeted what you sent me. Um, Go ahead, real just quick. Did it. Hit up his actual at mm-hmm. if you can do it, and then his Hayden his, Sherman. Yeah. Yep. What's his at? What's his Twitter handle? His Twitter handle is at Clean Lined. Past tense. Go check it out, guys. Yep. That guy has solid artwork. I especially dig the picture of Wharf and Jordy LaForge high fiving. I loved it. As <laughs> soon as I saw that, I thought Eric's gonna love this. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's a, it's a cool spin on it and everything. And I, I've read some Star Trek comics and stuff like that. Like they have the countdown comics before all of the Kelvin timeline movies, and they've all been okay. they've all been really good and and really fun to read and kind of given some extra backstory and things like that. All right, excellent, yeah. excellent, good stuff, good stuff. I actually had another movie that we were going to talk about, and that is The Invisible Guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on Netflix. It's the first of a trilogy, but the thing about it is, is it's like it's South American, okay. so it's a Spanish film, and it's dubbed. Hmm. And as soon as you get past that, though, it's entertaining to watch. However, we don't have time to cover it today, so we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the PS5 pre-order. <laughs> I mean, yeah. let's just talk yeah, about that, that pre-order. Great. Uh, did anybody try and do that? I did not. I didn't even try and get in on it. Is that the it. one that's like $2,000 or something? No. 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 These things are, I think, both at the four ninety nine price $4.99 point. Four ninety nine price point, yeah. Wait, wait. I will let you guys talk about that real quick, mm-hmm. and I'll be right back. So I will say, I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. I'm pretty sure about 15 episodes ago, I predicted they were going to be 500 bucks. Just saying. Yeah, but, uh, I, I anyway. do vaguely remember that, actually. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Not to toot my own horn, but no, the, uh, the PS5 pre-orders... Um, you know, you know it's a mess when the company that makes the product actually comes out and apologizes for how much of a mess it was. Sony. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Sony came out on Twitter and said, "We understand this has been kind of a kind of a messy deal, and we apologize. This is what we're trying to do to fix it." Because when news started breaking on the PS5, they opened it up to PS Plus members for a lottery to get a pre-order, mm-hmm. and you know, you put your actually, I think we were recording an episode. Uh, Jedi John and I were sitting here when we got the notification about it 
and we both put our names in for the lottery. I don't know if John had any luck. I never heard a word about it. Yeah. Um, the pre-orders went live sometime last week after they announced the price and the launch date and came and went, and I don't know anybody who was able to get one. Wow. Um, I, I Have you, do you no. know of anybody? No, or? I don't. Uh, I, I don't, um, everybody that I talk to, like Justin and stuff, in the gaming world, they got Xbox. So sure, I, sure. I know my nephews have a PS4, and I know my buddy Nick Aiello has a PS4, and mm-hmm. I asked him, I said, are you going to get a 5? And he said, eventually I'm going to get one. But, uh, you know, as of right now, we've, we're fine with the 4. Um, I but, feel like this launch, because the, the systems, the Xbox Series X is launching on November 10th, mm-hmm. and the PlayStation 5 is launching on November 12th. Oh, okay. Now, what that does for... Okay, I'm just going to use myself as an example. I had I had myself pre- primed and prepared to buy both. Um, Damn. I just decided, you know, I'm not going to make up my mind. I'm just going to get them both. But they come out two days apart. That's terrible timing for, for somebody like me. I know I'm not alone in these situations. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, I grew up playing video games. I got my first Nintendo when I was three years old. I was playing Mario on it, and I sucked at it. I'm still not good at Mario, and I'm 37 now. <laughs> but I've been playing my entire life. Like, this is just something I'm going to do until I die. Oh, and yeah. So for me, the money and stuff doesn't matter. I don't, I'm not worried about that. It'll all come around. Mm-hmm. But... When you're talking about how hard it is to get one and things like that, I've got a, so PlayStation and Xbox, they both have the achievements and the gamer scores and everything like that. Yeah. PlayStation gives you a ranking. And like, Mm. you know, it's like a trophy tier or whatever. My trophy Uh. tier on, on PlayStation Network is seven, which is okay. I mean, whatever. I'm not a hardcore gamer, but it's, it's there. I've got a guy on my staff that's a 17 and he didn't get the lottery either. So my question is, who got these pre-orders and how did they do it? Because Mm -hmm. I didn't even know they came live and all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, nobody can get a PS5 because the pre-orders are sold out. Like, what? You know what? The thing about that, by the way, I'm back from peeing. The thing about that (laughs) is the lottery means nothing to me because even if you don't get one on launch day, I guarantee you you get one by Christmas. Well, right. Yeah. And as a grown man with a family... I don't have time to play a damn thing till then anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, no as, as a guy who worked several major console releases at video game retailers. Toys R Us, right? Toys R Us and GameStop. God, you lived my dream as a teenager. <laughs> Something like that. But uh, no, it, I worked the Xbox 360 launch for GameStop, which is, I still believe, might be one of the biggest console releases that we've ever experienced. And even then, we were short-supplied. Only about half of my total pre-orders got fulfilled on the first day. The rest of them were a oh, week or two or three so weeks a, later. So show, yeah. Yeah, it's a total mess. And um, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, good job. Good Everyone job. listening <laughs> knows what that means. Yep, it means we're trying to be better. But, uh, um, yeah. but you know, everybody knows. Like, if you're patient, you can still get one, but you still have to pre-order. But right, what we're running into this time around with the PS5 is like somehow the pre-orders got opened up but nobody knew about it, but they're all sold out. How did that happen? And Sony doesn't even know. Because it's a scam and it's a conspiracy. Well, and, and, and that's... <laughs> People in the inside. You know, it's funny. That's, that's one thing that I do kind of wonder because... I love it. I love it, Matt. Dude, every year you've got a new console release, you get 
I mean, you get the rush for the for the initial launch, and then you get the scalpers. And bastards are lying and, to us. Oh, the scalpers though. Like I used to judge them they, so hard, and they now lie I'm like, to us. Uh, I I could see myself doing this. Here is <laughs> the thing: I understand why people do it. Um, I had a friend that that made a point to do it. He would get a launch day system every year, and and what and he would do, he scam somebody on selling it. He'd get it on the midnight release, and then he'd go to another store and hang out in the parking lot and look for somebody with a long face. Like, hey, oh I got one. And he would make it. hundreds of dollars in profit. And he'd sell a five hundred dollars system for fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Because Jesus people Christ. just want them that bad. Now, there are people. You know who would do something like that? Never mind. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. He knows who he is. Yeah. He, he knows who he is. He might. He would. <laughs> if he was guaranteed one for himself first. Right. Yeah. Right. And and that's the. So I've never. He has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've never considered the idea of scalping or anything like that because I want the damn thing. And if I want it, I know somebody else wants it. And I don't want to take it away from someone's kid that wants it. Unless that kid's a, a jerk. and then that kid yeah, can, Screw that kid, yeah, man. I want to play my kid. video they games. Suffer. Yeah. The thing about it, though, I think this generation has a whole different problem. Like, today in 2020 is different than getting, say, an N64 on launch oh, day. Oh, yeah, right? because now you've got the parents that want them and the, the parents kids. who have means yeah. want them as much, if not more, more than, right. than the kids. We, we were talking about that when you stepped away. Is mm-hmm. I've been playing video games since I was three years old. I had myself convinced to buy both systems. I'm already kind of convinced. Yeah. I just know which one I'm getting first. Well, and, and I know which one I'm getting we'll first t- We'll talk about that next We'll talk about that next episode. But the pre-order process, making it difficult, is not a good sign, especially when you're in especially when you're in a console race where you're launching two days separate from the other console. It's huge. You're going to make it that difficult for somebody to get your system. You're going to lose. Sorry. Well, the thing about it is, is, I mean, you're going up against Microsoft. I'm not saying Sony is hurting or anything. I'm just saying if there's somebody who really wants a, a rollout to go well, it's Microsoft, and they're really going to work hard to they do it. They need it to go well because the Xbox One didn't launch well, and that's why they're so far behind now. When the PS, this reminds me a lot of when the PlayStation 3 came out because the Xbox 360 was already out. People loved it. It was mm-hmm. a great system. The PS3 came out. Sony messed up that launch so bad that they never caught up that generation. It's true. They and, didn't. And if, if Sony can't come around and clean this up and Microsoft pre orders launch on Tuesday and they launch correctly, then they're going to be starting the race from 100 feet back. And it's a big deal because you never know what will happen in the middle, like, say, the first year of that launch coming out. Right. I remember when the PlayStation Network went down <laughs> and how that just completely set the PlayStation back because it was down for a month, month and a half. It was down for a long time, and then they had the identity theft thing, too. Yes. Which made it that much worse. Which is crazy because PlayStation clearly learned from that, and mm-hmm. look how well they did with the PS4. I mean, they mm-hmm. outstripped Xbox, which is strange because me as a consumer, I swapped. I went from PlayStation to Xbox for the Xbox One and kind of regretted it. Uh, yeah, I had, well, I had both in the 360 PS3 generation, and then I went just to the Xbox One, and I ended up buying a PS4, and I tr- I almost went completely to the PS4, but the Xbox has got some things on it that I like that a little bit better on that side. The but thing Xbox has on it that I like is my friends. My friends are on Xbox. There you go. 
And there that, you go. That's why I stick with and it. And they have a controller that doesn't feel like it was made for 10-year-olds. Yeah. Saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that is the PS4 pre-order debacle. We hope if you were after one, I'm sorry, PS5 pre-order yep. debacle. We hope if you were after one, you got one. You probably didn't. Uh, but we look forward to any listener who got that pre-order in. Hit us up on the Twitter. I want to see that. I want to see what that looks like. Yeah, please. I do too. Uh, let's move on real quick. We're going to briefly cover a little bit of comic book news. And this comic book news is very simple. It is that yesterday was Batman Day. Which, if you're a Batman fan, every day almost feels like Batman Day. Especially after DC fandom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. like It seriously just feels like Batman Day every day. But uh, real quick, if you're not familiar, Batman Day is an annual event organized by DC Entertainment to celebrate and promote Batman, as if they need to do that more. But the very first Batman Day was on July 23rd, 2014, as that was the 75th anniversary of the first appearance of Batman in Detective Comics 27. 75 years is amazing. It's a long time. So anyway, it came out in Detective Comics number 27, and that was in 1939. Uh, the day was chosen to coincide with that year's San Diego Comic-Con. Hmm. And every year since, they've been doing a Batman Day. Uh, 2015 was September 26th, all the way up to this year, which was September 19th. Uh, and that day was pretty huge for me because it gives comic book shops something to promote and celebrate and offer great sales. And if you've listened to the show before, you know that we are huge fans of Justin's Comics here in St. Charles, uh, but also online at Justin justinscomics.shop. You can order online with incredible deals. Uh, for example, yesterday on Batman Day, everything was half off. Uh, and typically, new comic books that come out on Tuesday for DC, for the most part, are about close to half off on the online mm-hmm. store. Uh, so you can go ahead and get your polls in during the week, and they will ship them to you no matter where you are. So definitely go check that out. That's why I wanted to bring up Batman Day 1, because it gave me a reason to dress Kent up as Batman and post it on the <laughs> socials, uh, which I did yesterday. And then also as another great reason to go pick up some stuff from the comic shop. So Batman Day was cool this year. Uh, I feel like we've been spoiled with Batman news, especially with the Batman trailer from DC Fandom, which I still watched yesterday, uh, and more. So let's move on from that, because we are running a little long. Not really, but it's fine. But I know you guys are dying to get in on some dad jokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddies. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get those rolling, shall we? Matt, why don't you start with the one you just told us uh, before we started? Oh, uh, well, I told you uh, quite a few, but this was one of them that I told you. <laughs> I told you. My friend recently moved into an igloo. It was all going so well until the housewarming party. <laughs> I could see how that would be a problem. When does two plus two become five? Hmm. When it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> I was going to say, well, it's a Sony launch, but whatever. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> that too, yeah. She <laughs> can't even say it. All right. I know we're trying to church it up, but this joke deserves it. Hey, Watson, oh is that mud on your shoes? No. Shit, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> My friend told me I could make six figures a year if I became a sculptor. 
He technically wasn't lying, but I still feel misled. <laughs> <laughs> you know, poop jokes aren't my favorite kind of joke, but they're a solid number two. <laughs> Guys, why haven't aliens visited our solar system yet? Hmm, why? They probably looked at the reviews and saw we only had one star. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> Where do cow farts come from? The dairy air. Nice. Why did the archaeologist have to get a new job? Because her career was in ruins. <laughs> Sorry, Lara Croft. What's the best way to cook an alligator? In a crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to firmly disagree with that joke just off the record. Okay. <laughs> While wearing Crocs? Okay. <laughs> I was sitting on the toilet, angry and late for work. I thought to myself, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> you know, every morning I wake up, first thing I do is make my bed. Tomorrow, I'm returning this piece of junk to Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how most jars look alike. The resemblance is uncanny. Uh, what do you call a naked bear? Bear. <laughs> uh, I burnt my Hawaiian pizza. I should have used Aloha temperature. <laughs> I found out my girlfriend's really a ghost. I had my suspicions the moment she walked through the door. <laughs> My four-year-old son's been learning Spanish all year, and he still can't say the word please, which I think is poor for four. <laughs> How do you get a squirrel to like you? Ooh, tickle his nut. Act like a nut. <laughs> I was gonna say, Man, you went the direction <laughs> with that, man. I was going to say, show him your nuts. I show him your nuts, yeah. Hey, I want to tell you a joke about a girl who only eats plants. You've probably never heard of her before. <laughs> Alright here we go One last one to wrap it up And then we're going to move on you know, There's a band called 999 Megabytes really? they, they haven't had any gigs yet Aww. <laughs> Bummer You need to get some gigs man Get some gigs Get you a one gig in a solid state mm-hmm. <laughs> You yeah. might have to drive that. Hey, Might be think? a hard drive <laughs> Those are our own dad jokes coming hot <laughs> off the trails. That was a good one right oh, there. Solid. Yeah, solid dad joke from Eric. All right, guys. Earlier, you would have heard us talk about plugging the Patreon. If you guys want to go get more content from us, you can go check it out there and pledge. There is a producer-level tier, which you can be a part of. And as such, you get shouted out in every single episode. Uh, today, as always, we're going to do our shout-outs and get those applauses ready for each and every single one of these Patreon members. First one, big shout-out, goes to Keith Jefferson. Keith is our original Patreon and has been subscribing since day one when our Patreon launched. He is a is certified geek in his own right and also an incredible dad. Keith Jefferson, we appreciate your support. Here is your applause. Next up, we do have Special K. Special K is a great 
Patreon supporter. Uh, it's just an excellent guy and is always begging for more content, which, sorry, buddy, I got some stuff coming up for you on the Patreon <laughs> later today. I know he's got a long drive and could use the listens, so uh, he supports us the best way he knows how, which is with them dollars, and we appreciate him and the awesome dad stuff he does as well. Special K, this applause is for you. And if you are in the market for a very super special guy who drives a Subaru and will tell you that bricking ain't easy as he plays with his Legos, you should be looking out for TK31788 of the 501st. He does incredible stuff in his own right with Legos and also dresses up as a stormtrooper for show members' gender reveal parties. Take that how you will. We appreciate him, love him very much for his support and all of the fact-checking he does for the show, which we gave you a lot to work with today, TK. But here is your applause. And last but not least, we have Rob Ryan, who, despite his name, has not appeared in any adult films to date. However, he is a great member of the show. We appreciate his support. And in his free time, he likes to play board games, and uh, lots of other cool stuff. What do you got there? Did he get his private saved yet? His what? <laughs> Never mind. Continue. Oh, Ryan. My bad. <laughs> Come on, I missed man. a saving private Ryan joke. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Well, he's not saving his privates, but he is growing uh, jalapenos in Jedi John's yard. Uh, and for that and his support, we thank you, Rob Ryan. I really can't believe I missed that joke. I can't either. I was like, what is he talking about? Oh, Matt Damon. Okay. I just thought he was going back to showing squirrels and nuts. And stuff. Yeah, tickle, tickle. Well, I thought, Tickling, tickle. I thought he was touching on the as to date has not appeared in any adult films. But here we are. At least he has a direction he could go. Yeah. All right. He's got Ken. a future. All right, guys. So listen, check it out. As we finish these beers and say cheers, we thank you all for listening. Please remember to like, rate, review, and share no matter where you are listening to us on the plot podcast platforms. Uh, check us out on that patreon.com slash galactic dads for bonus episode exclusives only to Patreon subscribers and much more exciting content, including some sweet, sweet galactic dad swag. Plus, you get to get your hands on those stickers we talk about, uh, which... By the way, we just got a new shipment of the holographic ones in. Uh, so nice. I'm excited to get those out to various locations as well. But anyway, guys, till next episode, we thank you for listening. And uh, keep on doing the dad thing.